0: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Recorded live. Recorded live. It is the five and a major. It is Nick in New York. I am I am back with you after a bit of a hiatus here, though. Uh, it was uh, all all good, I assure you. Um, however, that does not mean that we are at full strength, as Mason is down with disease at this point. Uh, so we wish him well. How, uh, yet, we do have a strong cast, uh, and that is because we are. I am joined by both Mike Berg and Doubles. Uh, doubles, uh, any more fisticuffs in, in that uh, Anaheim-St. Louis game?
2: No, but uh, it looked like it was getting pretty contentious there. Uh, Corey Perry and Steve Ott in a... Who's asked do you want to see kicked more, uh, <laughs> throw down a little bit ago, um, which I guess third I can only hope for a draw. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it, it looked like Tarasenko might've gone off with a knee injury, which Uh-oh. would be Ooh. just an epidemic given, uh, Given uh Paul Staffney's broken ankle. Sure. Uh, Paul Staffney's knee surgery and I believe uh Jaden Schwartz uh just had ankle surgery, so mm-hmm. the uh the appendages are going by the wayside in Saint Louis if Tarasenko pulled up lame.
1: That's all right, they got Havlat. He'll he'll take Tarasenko's place.
2: <laughs> they got who?
1: Marty <laughs> Havlat.
2: Oh yeah, what could be better?
1: Mike, um, okay, so if Ott and, uh, who was it, Perry is shit versus poop, um, then uh, who would be your preferred person to see in a fight with, like, uh, Matt Cook, for example?
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Uh, Alex Burrows. Burrows, that's solid. Good call, good call.
0: All right. Well, uh,
1: welcome myself back to the program. It's good to be back with you guys. Um, uh, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna see this on WildExtra.com right before this this episode posts. But I just did a, a really really fun interview with uh, Levi, the guy, the little the kid, uh, who uh, writes the blog, the Wild Blog that uh, Russo had been talking about a couple of weeks ago. After Levi had emailed Russo asking for some tips on how to get some eyeballs. It's a amaz- it's a it's a great interview. He's a he's a neat kid. And he said that uh, that when he emailed Russo, he had about a hundred you know views of his blog. And uh, within that week, when Russo talked about him on Twitter, and then on with PA, and then on with Sue Han, his uh, views jumped to about five thousand. So uh, <laughs> such is the power of Mike Russo. But it's a great blog, and he's a neat kid, and you should check out the episode. It's a it's a good quick quick hitter. Uh, so anyway. Uh, A lot to talk about with the Minnesota wild right now and um, I'm glad to be back with you boys. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll raise a glass to Mason, but let's look at, uh, um, doubles. (laughs) There is the wild is heading into one hell of a schedule starting tomorrow night, uh, with Chicago. Uh, your thoughts on the upcoming several games here,
2: boy, they are definitely, uh, definitely heading into the meat grinder here. And, uh, Obviously, intra-division games, uh, games within the Central Division, are going to be paramount. Um, and, you know, the the Wild have actually played really well at home against Chicago uh, as long as it was in the, in the regular season. Um, in fact, uh, I think one of their best efforts last year came at the XL, I believe, a 3-0 to zero Uh, shout-out for the Wild. Uh, Nick, you may have been in town for that game. Yes, I was. I think that may have been uh, easily in the top three of complete efforts uh, for the entire season last year for the Wild. Uh, So, be kind of interesting to see how they come out tomorrow night. Um, Classic situation where Chicago is up at the peg tonight, and uh, it's It'll be one of those deals where it looks like, you know, the Wild are playing a team that's on the second half of a back-to-back, and the Wilds got a couple days rest, and as we all know, that means one thing: the Wilds going to come out sluggish, and the Hawks are going to have to jump early. So we'll kind of see how they go, and then uh, they head to St. Louis on Saturday night.
0: And they're facing a backup goalie tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, so we're screwed.
1: It's supposed to get the start. Which means he'll be uh, proving his Vesna case uh, all night, and then uh, we we finish up with that with Nashville uh, the first game in November, albeit after another goddamn four day break. Um, but you know I don't want to look too far ahead. But you know we were talking about it before we started that schedule. Does there's right now there is really no break through the entire month of November. Um, the easiest game on paper is either. Was probably, it's got to be Carolina, but they've been playing better the last couple of games. I, I think Ward has shut out the last two of his four games or something like that. Um, and, you know, you, you, I, it sounds ridiculous to see, but if, you know, but Boston, Boston might be the easiest game as of right now on our schedule for uh, November. So, you know, I, it's it's, uh, it's a brutal schedule, and all these days off are, you know, I think that it's bad for uh, for momentum. But, um, but you know, Mike, uh I, I'm looking forward to seeing how we stack up uh, in, the, in the division, this, this meek grinder division. Um, and these next three games are going to give us a heck of a good uh, insight into that. And we just got done playing, playing Winnipeg. So, um, you know, I mean, what, what's the key here? And is it, is it, is it all about points, or is, or is it also just how you play, given that it is relatively early in the season as far as stacking up in the division this early?
0: Well, the problem you're going to run into if if you if if the Wild don't win these games, they're going to put themselves in a hole that they're going to have to climb out of. And it's not every year that you can make a deal, swing a deal for a Devin Dubnik who's going to come in and save your ass. Um, you know, coming out of January and you know wrapping up the last thirty odd games of the season by winning you know some ungodly number of games. So yeah, the, the Wild need to win these games and. You know, as, as you said, I mean, they do play the Blackhawks very good in the regular season. It's just, you know, when it actually means something is when they shit the bed. Um, St. Louis, I I, I, think it's kind of the opposite against St. Louis. I think St. Louis is really good in the regular season against the Wild, except, you know, but then when it, when it comes to the playoffs, in general, uh, the Blues are not so good. And I don't like playing the Predators. They're, you know, they they've got such a good team, although don't, do, do, do I am I remembering correctly? Don't they have some injuries right now that that might uh, make it a little easier? Um, and if they still have Eric Nyström, we're screwed because he'll score. You know, he'll probably get a hat trick against us. Um, but at least they don't have Matt Cullen anymore, so that that's at least one nice little thing about the the Predators. Um, but yeah, they they need to get points. They need to get points right now. I mean, every single one of these games, Mike Russo referred to these as four-point games because they are you know each game can be a four-point swing and you know that the rest of the division is just going to feast upon teams in other divisions um you know i I think someone the other day posted something about the fact that you know every single team in the central division had 11 points or more except for colorado because you know (laughs) colorado um (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's basically, and, and what would call- wouldn't Colorado be the top team in the, in the Pacific, if they played in the Pacific the other day? <laughs> um, and, and they're, they are the worst team in the central. Uh, that's why, you know, we, everyone talks about it, but you, you can only send five teams to the playoffs out of this division. And, you know that's just it, that's just the reality of the situation, and you got six really good teams in this division. So a good team is going to be sitting out uh, come April, and hopefully it's not the Wild. And and you know that's why they need to win now if they're going to make sure they're not one of those teams.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, Schedule is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I would say that uh, between the of the next two games, uh, you got to get your points against Chicago because the St. Louis game is a back to back. I do not believe St. Louis plays tomorrow, but I'm going to have to confirm that. Uh, and but um, they do not. They do not. Okay, so if St. Louis not. will be fresh, and we'll have we'll have played. Yeah, the other played they play tonight, obviously. So uh, there you go. There. There.
0: As, as long as they don't have to kill off like you know eight penalties in the last you know um, in the last period, they should be fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, as long as um, <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, so St. Louis will be a tougher one, and then uh, we'll we'll take you know we'll take it as we go as far as the national game. But tomorrow night's a big game, and uh, hopefully there's a little extra incentive in terms of some payback maybe for uh, the annual uh, uh, ceremonial dumping of the wild out of the playoffs by the Blackhawks. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Now um, back to you, doubles. Um, I believe you want to talk about number 56. What's on your mind there, buddy? <laughs>
2: uh, we kind got to get something out of him. Lord above nine games, zero points, <laughs> zero points in nine games. Um, what are you saying? Uh, I'm saying that that's really pretty pedestrian. To put it kindly. Um, very interesting to hear, uh, Tom Reed the other day, uh, call, call out Hala. And, uh, one of the words that, that Tom used, uh, was heart. And that's, that's, as long as the, if the context is not, uh, if the context of heart is not in terms of the national league's most valuable national hockey league's most valuable player, uh, <laughs> call a player for heart. That's, that is not a good sign. And, uh, Especially coming off of the heels of a less than stellar season last year, um, I think Hall is gonna—he's gonna have to pick it up here. And,
1: and and wasn't that the whispering as far as what his deal was last year, why he was in the sh- in the doghouse?
2: Yeah, I think so. And uh, I was willing to cut him some slack last year. He had the uh, he had the deal. I think it was in May at the World Championships when he gets the broken mm-hmm. jaw, courtesy of courtesy of Malkin. Uh, he gets the broken jaw at the World Championships, and uh, I don't know if he got a conky out of that too. But then, uh, then he does get the concussion uh, against the Rangers, John Moore, not uh, courtesy of Mister Moore. And uh, so it just—I don't know. I, I was kind of able to had a little bit of uh understanding of why he had a tough year last year. I I don't know what his deal is right now, but he's gotta pick it
0: up.
1: <laughs> and is it, just is, is, go ahead, Mike, go ahead.
0: Well I was just gonna say one of the other things that, you know, supposedly he had dealt with, you know, last year the knock on him was his conditioning. You know, he he didn't have the jump in his step and you know, he wasn't nearly as quick and, and speedy as he had been and you know, he was supposed to come into this year in much better shape. And in that same uh, episode, uh, uh, where Tom Reed mentioned heart, I believe Mike Russo also mentioned conditioning. I think he used that word. Um, you know, so it, it raises some concerns with me. You know, if, if he's if he if he doesn't have the speed, then he's not nearly as valuable as you know. If 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 he's a, if he's a player with average speed, he's not much use to us. I mean, he, we need that speed for him to be effective or he needs the speed to be effective and the wild need him to be speedy, to be effective, to be a, you know, useful center.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shifley just scored to put the, uh, jets up three, one, got a very, very ugly short side goal past Crawford. It's about 10 minutes left in the third there. Yeah, no, I, I agree boys. Uh, um, and the other thing about it is right now, uh, we don't have a ton of roster flexibility given cap and one ways and what have you. Um, but okay, so that doesn't mean we'll never have roster flexibility. And you know, I mean, he's only holding down a fourth line role. He's he's very easy to replace. Um, so uh, I don't, I don't, you know, a guy with with no heart with skills might be, be able to get away with sort of you know crashing out a NHL contra, uh, a career. But a guy with 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 balls issue and commitment issues, who's a fourth winner, is going to find himself in you know Switzerland very quickly. I would think, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, he he, he can play with Pierre Marc Bouchard.
1: Exactly. Pierre Marc Bouchard's got a better head and probably better balls. <laughs> uh, he does high stick guys in the face. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> he compels guys to high stick themselves in the face. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I'm over Hawala. I, I, I don't. I'm with doubles. A uh, guy demonstrates heart issues uh, like that, you know, uh, um, and um, and I got no
0: use for you. Uh, so go away. I'm done with him. We'll Tyler that cannot come back soon enough, in my opinion.
1: Well you heard he got hurt again in practice today or, or oh, something. He's aggravated his injury or what have you, but he left practice early and Blount was not sure whether or not it was he had re aggravated what he had or something else or whatever, but yeah, that's not cool. The poor guy. The poor guy is uh he's playing like a he's his career is looking like a typical wild high draft pick, Although he wasn't a high draft pick, but. You know, you know
0: I, I at this point I would be totally comfortable. You know, calling up a uh, uh, Curtis Gabriel or someone like that to play fourth line wing, uh, and you know, take a flyer on HALA getting claimed on waivers. I mean, I, I'm I'm almost to that point where I yeah, I would say call up someone who is a cheap, be young and hungry, and let them. Have Hollis Minutes put put them on the wing, let Ryan Carter play center on that line, and I'd be totally fine with that.
1: Yeah. Carter, by the way, I've been very pleased with so far this season.
2: Yeah, I was yeah, going to go there myself. I've been pleasantly surprised by, by Carter. He's, he's drawing uh, the game. Yes, and he has been one of those fourth line energy guys that has been out there making things happen, um, and especially for him. Uh, he's he is bringing more to the table than uh, just acting like a human punching bag out there. Yeah, I agree.
0: Mhm. What what is he? He's drawn like three or four penalties now this season. I think he's only had two, two, two penalty minutes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's definitely plus in the in the penalty minutes for and drawn category. Um, yeah. Which isn't a which isn't a category, but I just made it up. But if it were a category. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Um, he is actually, uh, Ryan Carter is actually, uh, he's minus one and plus minus, but uh, no, he he seems to be uh, making a difference out there. So
1: He's got a goal, too, right? Shorting no less. He,
2: he does have a G.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, uh, what's this kerfuffle, minor kerfuffle, Um, uh, Russo and one of the players is sort of maybe lipping off a little bit at Russo and Russo was talking about flexing some Russo muscle on him all up in his grill. What's what's (laughs) going on here?
0: Yeah. So on, on, on the latest Russo Suhan potty, um, he, he mentioned that there is a player who is currently upset at Michael Russo. He wouldn't name who it was, um, apparently somebody suggested it was a third or fourth liner and Russo didn't say no. Um, so that, you know, it really, that, that kind of narrows it down to guys who he's not really talking about um, or who who maybe he has, he said something that was misconstrued. And it sounded like Russo was equally a kind of baffled as to why the guy was pissed at him, but B kind of, you know, equally angry. Like, you know, don't, you know, why are you getting mad at me for, for saying this? So, it, it sounds to me like it's it's probably a third or fourth line guy. Uh, my guess is it might be Holla? It Could be Carter or Porter, I suppose. But I, he hasn't really bagged on them lately at all either. So um, you know, look at the guys he's, guys he's bagging on. You know, that pretty much leaves Pommonville, Holla. Um, not he hasn't even said anything negative about Vanek lately. So yeah. um, you know, maybe a little bit with Coil, but you know, really, I. If it's if it's Pominville or Hala, you really got to look at um, at at the guy, you know, those two guys. And you know, it, like we were talking about before we came on here, it, you know, Pominville's probably a, you know, Pominville's been around. He's he's a leader. He knows how to take it. And uh, so I, I would guess it's Hala. And if that's the case, you got to wonder how much how much shelf life Hala has at this point.
2: I don't think it's Vanek because I don't think Vanek really gives a rat's ass what anybody thinks of him. I think he's nope. got pretty I think he's got pretty thick skin.
0: He, he gives yeah. zero fucks.
2: That's interesting.
1: Um, it's yeah. I uh and I guess it's interesting to me in the sense that if it is how then, then if we're gonna add sort of an arrogant streak an entitlement streak to the no heart problem, then I mean I was over him beforehand, but now I'm, now I wanna ride him on a rail if it's him if that's the deal. Yeah, let's let's just pile on
2: right now.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's
1: yeah. Fuck this guy.
0: Can can we trade him for uh, Adam Hall? <laughs> trade him for Bouchard. That wouldn't be the I, first
2: uh first wild malcontent traded for Adam Hall. <laughs> Pascal, Dupl- maybe not the last. Laugh. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. So,
1: uh, so it's a, you know, I mean, it's funny. I, I was talking, I was actually talking to Levi about this, but you can't complain about an, a six-two and one start. But there's a, you know, I I, I definitely don't feel like this team is, uh, you know, playing to capacity. And maybe what they need is a good old matchup against the Hayes Blackhawks, right into a matchup against the blues right in you know i mean that kind of thing maybe the schedule is going to do be the thing that gets these guys to focus but um but uh, you know thank god they've gotten off to the 6-2-1 and one start because they haven't been playing great um and uh you know if you're not going to play great in this division and you're and you lose a few games in a row you're going to find yourself seriously behind the eight ball so uh, playing great and not losing more you know a bunch of games in a row here is very fortunate but uh I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's, we're at we're at about an, an eight you know eighth of the way through the season here as of tomorrow night, and um, I don't really have a real good feel for this team at this point. Do you? Does any of yeah. the other of you guys?
2: No, and I think uh, last year they started out seven and three in the first ten last right. year as well, um, but then that's kind of where they hit a rough patch, and from I believe it was. About you know, the first or second week in November through January, they didn't win back-to-back games, and that's that. They're not going to be able to get away with that this time around. There's no doubt. Well,
0: it, yeah, it's 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 either you know get points in the standings or you know get your golf clubs tuned up. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And you know, last year though there were a few things we could point to that were issues like, um, you know, the power play couldn't buy a goal to save their lives. Um, you know, we had shaky goaltending, you know, right now we've got Dubnik who you don't really know which Dubnik is going to show up. Is it going to be good doobie or bad doobie? Um, you know, God help us if Darcy Kemper has to start a game. Um, and our penalty kill is getting better. Not great, but it's getting better, and our power play is actually pretty good, which is kind of a strange feeling. It kind of tingles my loins a little bit <laughs> um and five on five they're they're okay they're not great they're they're okay um you know, but one of the underlying structural issues that we that that I don't think we really dealt with is that you know Parisi's getting points, but it's you know his points are on on the power play um he he's that that top line is not acting like a top line. I, I mean, that top line is Zach Parisi, you know, dragging Granlin and Pominville, along with them.
2: Mm.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, uh, which is so amazing.
0: I, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, so I was just gonna say. So, I mean, there. I think there are a few underlying issues that need to be dealt with, but know, yeah. You know, can can they can they come out of that? I I don't know. I mean, it, it it's it, it is a little disconcerting right now, and they better get their shit together. Yeah. And as as
2: improved as the power play has been, uh, from my standpoint, it's just kind of a horse apiece, piece, uh, given the pretty significant backward step that the penalty kill has taken. Yeah.
1: Yep. It's a uh, it's a it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Um, you know, Mason wrote a piece for Wild Extra that talked about, you know, what what is the di- the identity of this team? And you know, it was funny. The output at the end, uh, I guess we're not really defensive and we're more skill and speed now, which is you know also sort of mind-boggling. But I, I uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I I really I I hope that the this the schedule here is going to, to jar them back into. Um, focus land and uh, it, it think and hopefully it does because that should make for some good hockey too. So, uh, so we'll see. Well, Go
0: ahead. Real, real quick, Nick. One, one thing that that I think does kind of play into it. Uh, right now, the Wild have cur- are currently taking the third fewest penalty minutes in the league. Uh, I believe it was five point one three minutes per game or something like that, or five minutes and five minutes and 15 seconds or something like that. But there, you know, are only two teams have taken fewer penalty minutes this year than the wild. Um, and I think that kind of plays into the identity a little bit. And that, that is actually one thing that is helping them. Um, you know, e- so even if there is, even if their PK is pedestrian, uh, you know, they're not marching to the penalty box taking, you know, 15, 20 minutes a night, you know, they're limiting it to, you know, hopefully two, maybe four minutes a night. Yeah. You know, and that's probably going to be Brodine and Vanek, the way those two goons are playing right now.
1: Eighth eighth highest goals, four per game, Uh, eighth highest goals, four per game, and 19th worst, or 19th best uh, goals against per game right now for the Wild in the league.
2: Mm hmm. Doubles, what were you saying? I was going to say the lack of penalty minutes that the the Wild is being assessed is uh, pretty much part and parcel with the. With the makeup of their team, they're not—they're um, definitely not a physically imposing team. Which isn't to say they're not tough in a—you know—in a different sense. But uh, they're definitely—you know—they're definitely not going to be out there setting the tone with big hits all over the place. Yeah, their
1: penalties mm-hmm. are going to be the, the lazy type, the obstruction type, is a guy beats them because they're not moving their feet type. That's what we've seen with Rodine this year.
2: Yeah, for sure. They're going to be stick fouls, interference fouls. They're not going to be the aggressive, yeah. um, or checks are behind double charge, boarding, blah yeah. blah blah. Uh,
1: seventh best power play percentage right now, and twenty third best, seventh worst penalty kill percentage. Just to round that out. All right, let's jump into some final thoughts here. Mike Berg, you first. Um, I.
0: <clears throat> I, I, I am really happy with the wild discipline. Um I was a little concerned by the dump hit the other night on uh that Finnish guy, whatever his name is. Uh and the fact that uh the the Oilers Mr you know, Finland tried yeah, Mr Finland. Um the Oilers tried to, to go after him for it and, and he just kinda skated away with a smile on his face. I was really happy to see that. You know, it shows some discipline on this team and you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty impressed by the fact that You know, he's a young kid. He he could stand up, he could try to prove something. I mean he's 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 I think he's had an NHL fight. So, you know, he, he, he you, you can make the argument that he's got something to prove, but he didn't feel it, feel it necessary. He just he did what was best for the team. He walked away. The Wild got a power play, and uh, I don't know if they – they didn't score on that one. But, you know, just the fact that, you know, willing to do that, you know, I think that speaks volumes for for his maturity level. And I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the way he's coming along, and I'm happy with the fact that the Wild players aren't, you know, buying into that, you know, eye-for-an-eye eye mentality.
1: Before he got to the NHL, wasn't one of the the scouting reports on him that he just would crush guys, just absolutely smoke yeah. guys?
2: Mm-hmm. We didn't really yeah, see too much of that.
1: He, no, had a and,
2: reputation, he had a reputation coming out of the Western League as being a huge open ice hitter. Yeah. 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 So, I'm with you, Mike. I, 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 I like seeing
1: that, and, and I like the little get away from it. And, you know, I thought it was a borderline hit, but... I I really am not. I'm really trying not to be a homer here, but I, I didn't I didn't think it was an over the line hit. And doubles maybe you can uh, opine on that as the, as a as an official. But um, I don't have a problem if if we've got a guy who's willing to throw the body around a little bit, and you know, not, and not in a reckless way. And that wasn't a reckless way. And then he didn't follow it up by being a dumbass. So a yeah, ass. So um, I, I'm I'm down with that. Doubles. What did you think of the hit?
2: Uh, You know, the kind of the the three things that I would look for would be did the skates come off the ice, did the arms come up high, and where was the principal point of contact? Um, I think the first two he was totally fine on. Um, The last one, really hard for me to tell, and I didn't really see a good definitive camera angle of it um carrie fraser opined on uh, tsn today uh com, and carrie thought it was a headshot you know. oh, okay. so i guess uh you know, who am i not to defer to the great carrie fraser but uh, i don't know i i think uh there's definitely been a lot more uh vicious hits in open ice which is you know Again, not to be a homer, but uh it wasn't the most egregious hit you've ever seen, but at the same time if it's had contact it probably should have been it probably should have been called. Yeah. Alright.
1: Uh doubles, what do you got for final thoughts?
2: Uh I really enjoyed watching Ryan Suter this year. Um yeah. he's kinda gotten back to that uh and Aaron Lepensky wrote a fantastic piece on it with a couple of really, uh, really good videos that really displayed kind of some of the things that Suter's been doing. Um, but he is uh, Aaron hit the nail on the head. His game is so subtle. He, he does so many subtle things that that help the team. Um, so, while I really enjoy. I really enjoyed watching Suter this year. Um, I am getting a little concerned. Um, the average time on ice has now creeped up to just over 26 minutes. And I don't want him run out there 28, 29 minutes every night. I'd really like to see that back down to 24 or 25 like it started out earlier this year.
1: Yep. 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 Agree on all counts there. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, For my final thought, I'm going to
1: send a shout out to a wild extra reader, Josh in Iowa. Uh, we, we, we appreciate your support, Josh. We know you're a fan of, of all podcasts, wild, it sounds like. Um, uh, and uh, we thank you for listening to ours and to Giles and the goalies as well. Uh, and uh, we'll have to get you on the show at some point, uh, come in and chat with us and uh, pull up a microphone or a phone and uh, and hang out with us for a little bit. So, Josh and Iowa, this bud's for you, Ben. Um, all right, so for Mike Berg... For doubles uh, and for the uh, in absentia, Jared Mason, this is Nick in New York. Thank you for listening to the
0: five-minute major,
1: and we'll be back with you soon.